0: Welcome to the second episode of Spooktober with the We Digress Podcast. We also want to announce that this is the one year anniversary of the We Digress Podcast. You are tuning in with the one and only 005 aka the nocturnal demon of October Tune in with the next representation of darkness I pass it on to the next
1: host Yo it's your boy you already know Silos aka Carlos guess what I've also I am also demonly possessed so um, you know, just watch it back
0: My throat hurt after that, that shit hurt Oh yeah, throw <laughs> the, 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 the hey, yo, pause
1: Yeah, yeah, pause, pause you, you usually have to like drink something before mm-hmm. trying that Cause I, I used to be like <laughs> mm-hmm, So, mm-hmm. you know so, Yo, so just welcome back And um, we're glad to have you Thank you for listening For all these months This is officially around the time we started the podcast In October Not that anybody's listening though <laughs> Not that anybody's listening Um <laughs> so, yeah, just thanks for the, the two viewers that we have. Um, most of our m- most of our friends hate us by now. Uh, they were kind of like in the last episodes, but they just like... Yeah, they just like When I post it up in the group chat, they usually just delete it right yeah. away. <laughs> <sighs> we're, we're sipping on some... Uh, some yeah, bizarre, that's so sad. Right oh, God. So, yeah, just... Yeah, thanks for it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, so is this is yeah. by the time you listen to this, it's probably going to be like past the thirtieth episode. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm bugging out. It, it'll be like this is episode twenty eight. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're twenty eight episodes in one year. It's not bad. That means like every two weeks we were uploading an episode. Yep. But you know what? Let's get fucking spooky. Okay. Let's get spooky, baby. Let's get really. Let's get really spooky. You didn't even introduce yourself really yet. spooky spooky. <laughs> did I? Spooky. Yo, it's Carlos. I think I did. It, did you? Yeah, I'll do it again. Yo, it's your boy Carlos, a.k.a. Silos. Let's get spooky.
0: Yeah. So, so, uh, <clears throat> we shared stories last week. And um, I think today, instead of sharing stories, everybody has nostalgia when they're like kids. What's a nostalgic horror film Or anything like Scary that you did as a kid Like you know like um, For example like uh, My favorite cartoons Or like shows of all time Of all time are actually horror shows Um, My favorite cartoons as a kid were Cartoons and shows As a kid were Goosebumps And Curse the Cowardly Dog Now people are like oh like why the fuck would you like like those of all as your favorite? I'm like... Yeah, you fucking nerd. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I said exactly to that. But <laughs> Courage, I could say, was probably one of the most unique cartoon shows that I've, I've ever watched. Um, we, we actually spoke about this. Before. Everything was a super different topic. And then Goosebumps also had... I love the fact that every episode was a different story. It, it had you lots. You didn't know what to expect from Goosebumps. You didn't know what to expect from any episode. But you knew... Shit was gonna be good, and that's why I watched it. Uh, kind of like Tales of the Crypt. Um, what's the name of this? Up sub- this other show,
1: the fucking The Twilight Zone.
0: Oh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone is actually yeah, but see, I didn't see Twilight Zone as a, as a kid, but I would say mm-hmm. as an adult, that's my one yeah. of my favorite shows. I, I think teenage years Or
1: getting close to that. I would see like reruns, yeah, on mm-hmm. TV. The
0: 50s ones too, like the, the old the 60s, ones, yeah. black and whites. Yeah, those but, are the best ones. they had
1: some of the scariest yo,
0: stories. The, but they are so good, yeah. so so good, and they so, were shot very
1: well. Some were really weird, but some of them were like left you thinking like, "Yo, that could happen to me." They were like, shot well, and they always casted really good actors. Yeah, they did. Didn't they, they did. That's crazy. They man. did. Oh man, those TV shows are from the. Uh, yo, even... like, uh, speaking about Goosebumps, like, those books, reading those books were so fucking scary, dog. Goosebumps was, was so
0: scary. It was different as a kid. It was just. Yeah, it was just. Um, for a fact, I actually did hear that Sony might be rebooting Goosebumps. The books? Um, the show, yeah. I don't know if it was a Goosebumps it, like more movie. of an adult form. Oh, more. So sm- I don't really know how. No, that's the gonna... books were grotesque. Yeah. So, for like. A kid? Kids
1: were dying in those. Books. Yeah,
0: so I'm getting we, clipped. But in the Goosebumps, kids died too. Like in the regular show, like in the they show get, for real. Get, yeah, big bro. Yeah. Old old it, it wasn't like super like out there, but it was implied, like off it was, camera. It was, like, like, yeah, it was on site. Like the camera was off cut. From, Yeah. So yeah. I mean, with the if they do do like a more adult approach, super hyped for it. That that show definitely like probably created the creativity and imagination in my mind. But with that being said, since we're talking about shows and cartoons, whatever the case may be, what what uh, horror movie, show, cartoon, whatever the case may be, hits you most? So, like, what do you like most about it? What's your top five, whether it's classic or not? Top five. Or top three. Top three. Let's do top three. Top
1: three? Oh, no. We can also do top five. Oh, we can do top five. I, um, I'd say... Uh, any F- freddy movie okay um any jason movie um halloween obviously michael myers that's three already um honestly the uh the shining is great i don't know what it is about that movie that just makes you always so want well to go back to it so well shot that's why hmm? it's so well shot that's why yeah like i, I would always re- shout rewind. out to my man kubrick yeah oh my god such a great director yeah. don't Let me start on him <laughs> and then um i guess last but not least, it, you know what? Man, I I really like vampire stories, and especially Dracula stories. There's so many m- Dracula movies out there. There's
0: tons of them.
1: There's just so many. Tons. Honestly, it it's hard to say one. Well, I, I know we're talking. It's hard to say one movie, and especially for all the mm-hmm. other franchises, except for the, ex- the exception is The Shining. That is one movie, and not including the sequel that came out, Doctor Sleep. But like... Other than The Shining, all the other ones, I'm just talking about the franchise in general. I like it. So I guess the last one would be... Um, fuck, I just had a brain slip. I was about to say it. So I said Freddy Krueger.
0: Freddy, you said Jason, uh, Michael Myers, and mm-hmm. then you said The Shining. The Shining,
1: but I had a last one.
0: Yeah, you did. It's a
1: franchise. A franchise? Fuck, I can't remember. I Come, come back. I, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll remind myself, because if not, we're going to be here for a really long time. Um. Yeah, this is going to sound
0: mad dumb, right? Super dumb. Oh, oh my bad. Before you what? say Drac. Dr- Dracula. I was just talking, talking about, about it. vampires. There. So dr-
1: any Dracula movie okay. out there. All it's right. pretty much it.
0: For me, um, it's going to sound wild stupid. Um, I would say pinnacle of horror. Um, not pinnacle, but like very grotesque, very profound, very well shot, and very politically um, well-informed movie was the exorcist, right? Mm. They made that movie at a time where they knew that the they they could grab the audience based on like the um religious things going on at that time. Um at that time I think they were pushing like um a lot of demonic shit going on and that's why it got so much tension and it really scared the shit out of people. They put they put the context of what's happening in real life into a movie. That's what attracted the audience the most. Um but in terms of how it's shot, how, how uh, dark it is, to this day, I can admit, I've never seen the movie. Right? The Exorcist? I've had crazy fears of watching that movie. But really? This, I've this seen that movie like twice at least. 2020, I will watch it. This October, I will watch that movie alone in the dark. Real nigga shit or bitch nigga shit. Either way, I'm going to watch it. Um, so I would like to put that in my top, but I haven't even seen it yet. And, but the thing is, I've had so much respect for it because I know... I know what it's about And I actually know The history about it I just never Grew the balls to see it Nor the sequels Cause what the fuck Am I insane Um But I would say Uh Another thing I noticed Um We have Halloween Then we have Jason But I always noticed That like Jason really Does not get that much play Like a lot of people Talk about Halloween And Michael Myers Michael Myers uh... Yeah He's like the He's the real pinnacle Uh serial killer as it's, in it's like
1: it's strange with him because knife knife serial killer and I think I know what the reason is because Michael Myers is more a believable uh than Jason villain because he's more of a he started out as a serial killer. However as the movies went on it became more of a uh he became more of a curse mm.
0: uh a curse through i guess the like satanic or occult almost they did that they did the same thing with jason um he started off nice and then i mean not nice he started off like as a serial serial killer killer. he was a
1: normal person and then he
0: turned into the fucking jason x remember that shit right horrible he went to space but then before that he was a part of some sort
1: of like he was a dead body in a river and then he came out of the river like, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe
0: that's not that's why he doesn't get. As and much eventually, attention.
1: they kept coming back. Now with Michael Myers, they retconned a lot. of like, They like got rid of a lot of mo- the movies. like, Oh, this never happened. Yeah, they like, have to do that. So I think it reached the point where like, at, like at least for Michael, not for Jason, but for Michael yeah. Myers, it was like they reached the point where like he was locked up in an insane asylum. He's just a, he's just a regular guy, mm-hmm. but however, he has freakish strength. Yeah. Which is insane, you know, like, ins- like insane he's, asylum
0: strength. He's very prone to, um, physical damage as well. He doesn't, he's, um, he has a high tolerance for physical damage. Yeah. So that, that type of shit. Don't I don't know, really know if there's something
1: well. in his brain that makes him that way, but I mean Maybe it's
0: flicked off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Freddy, honestly, is he's, he's cool as fuck. I think he's, he's a great concept, um. No, he—he is—he like they took the idea and they ran with it. Like he is—I don't think they've ever. uh, As for me, they messed up. They may have messed up a movie or two, but I don't think they've ever ever messed up his story. Um, The concept of of Freddy is genius. Like everybody sleeps, you can't avoid that, right? Yeah, yeah. But the fear of going to sleep and knowing that somebody might haunt you in your dreams is—it's horrific. Right. And knowing remember, that these dreams are realistic. Do You remember
1: the scene where it was like the bed scene where I went like, through it? Oh, uh, yeah, a yeah. lot of shit happens in the bed in horror movies, but oh, uh, <laughs> I think he sunk into the bed and mm-hmm. then it exploded like yeah. a, a volcano of blood on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, son, I'm I'm telling you, if you're not into scary movies or you yeah, just don't really watch, you got to watch these I series.
0: I think that Freddie is inclined to a reboot. I think the past couple movies haven't really done him right.
1: It was rebooted once, yeah, but it was, it was weird, it was weird yeah. They got up to a point where like he was like like kind of like a child molester at some point
0: you know, they got way off topic with some of those <sighs> respect for uh certain certain authors you you know how I have a feeling with authors, how they let other people write for them and shit like that, but aside um, from that, respect to like Stephen King for like the reason it is so is really good. I think it's because they they lay a lot of foundation as to like who Pennywise was. Right? We hear about Freddy and we it's like more like he was well he was a child molester, right? I don't know if the, I don't um, remember the original I know in the
1: reboot I don't remember the original one. I'd have to rewatch it. But the same sto- the same story goes like this. Uh he was hated by the town folk for whatever reason. And what they did was they locked him in like some building or something and they set him on fire. Yeah. So that's why every time you see him his he's it looks like his skin is fucking melted off his face.
0: I think I think it's so easy to
1: And it's like a curse. He's like a vengeful yeah. spirit almost. But I
0: think it's so easy to make a character like that so popular if you just take your time and create create a uh, how do you say like a, a prequel story. Yo, show Freddy in his heydays before he became Freddy. Show because his struggle. I think of the reboot. They s- not too much. Yeah, but that's but, what I'm saying. But like, not enough. Give give at least half of the movie like that. Ugh. Boom. The, re- he set the on reboot. Fire.
1: The reboot. Freddy too. He was. He was. He was a bit more intimidating. That because the the funny thing is that in the earlier horror movies, I guess like in the '90s and the '80s there was a lot of like, there was like a lot of like comedy which is fucking hilarious i don't know why they always have to include comedy but there's one time where fred like freddy's gonna go kill like some girl and the tv is playing she's wearing like a medical gown or sleeping gown or something she's looking at the tv and like freddy pops out the tv and he's like fucking insulting her when he's like about to kill her and then like, he grab like these arms stretch out the tv grab her and fucking shove her face into the TV and it kills her. And he and you know what he says? He says, "Prime time, bitch."
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he always had good punchlines. He, he had the, the great best punchlines punch ever. I don't. You it's like. But see, it's those crazy. are easy things to. All right. For example, right? You make. We know as Freddie. We know Freddie as. Not a deity, but like a demonic presence, right? Sort of like a deity. Like something that's like supernatural, right? Yeah, yeah. What really makes people, I think, connect is if you make him human again. You make him human, you make him see like, yo, they fucking going wild at him. No wonder he's going ape bullshit. No wonder he's trying to like violate. And But then you also show his weird side when he's human. As in like you could put his punchlines in. Him saying weird shit to people, like, randomly on the street. And they're like, yo, why the fuck he said that <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, like, yeah. that was a little off-putting. And that could that could have, like, a, a snowball effect as to how people start started not to like him. They started to hate him across the Your town. Your punchlines <laughs> suck. Exactly. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> suck. He <always laughs> says the wrong shit at the wrong time. People hate him. He's yeah. awfully kind to children, and he's awkward, so people don't like freddie around it his children right. rumor spreads around that freddie touched the child yeah instead of actually being true because exactly. in the reboot it was like yo he actually did fucking all right and children, maybe huh? and guess what maybe you make that true too where like you make the audience you trick the audience into thinking he's a good guy where he meets the kids he's nice to the kids he doesn't do anything to the kids for like probably half the movie and you have the audience full of thinking, "Yo, this guy's like, he's legit. Like, he's not doing nothing to the kids." Right. Then you have the one scene where shit gets weird. Right. They and- find the discovery
1: when one of the main, one of the other main characters actually finds like a no evidence. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Holy shit!" The the town folk were right.
0: Exactly. Taking well, the like,
1: their own hands, he- which, which I think is what happens in the reboot. But there was a problem in that movie. For the reason why it didn't really hit the way it hit, it was just like, maybe it was just the, uh what do they call it? The uh execution, so to speak. Mm. All puns intended. Uh The execution of it just
0: was off. It wasn't like executed well. Like I said, it, it could be 10 times better from what I see as a writing standpoint. Um Like I said, you have the audience fooled into thinking he's a good guy. Yeah. And then slowly you see him develop into wanting to touch these children or whatever. And you're thinking, like, yo, slow the fuck up. This thing is crazy. That's when they go into Burning of the Freddy. And that's when you could go step right into the actual, like, horrific Freddy movies. And you could really grow upon that. And people, now that they've seen him human, they know what type of, like, gritty guy he's turned out to be. And kind of makes them connect with the audience more. You know, it's funny. Um... We didn't really
1: mention we mentioned a lot of stuff, but I guess like there, <laughs> I didn't even
0: name a top five yet. I just
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Name your top five. No, no, five. go ahead,
0: go ahead. No, no. Go
1: on. No, I was just gonna say like, um just shout outs to like, you know, the, the Frankenstein movies and the the werewolf movies and um
0: Don't forget zombies, man.
1: Swamps, zombie Zom- really helps. Swamp monsters, zombie movies, George Romero, like the guy go- the I guess he's like the father of zombies, mm-hmm. zombie movies. It's just so many great there's so many you know what's crazy about zombie movies, and I know, just the the market is plagued, crazy plagued right now with with just all puns intended, with all the all, <laughs> all puns the, intended with all of these like movies and stuff. Yeah. But um, the zombie movies and all this other shit. But I know it gets tired tiring sometimes. But honestly, go back and look at some of the classic movies. Put your mind. Here's here's my thing with watching older movies. I always put my mindset to like. I like, re- I like dial back the clock and I put like, okay, I'm sitting in a movie theater where I got, I bought this on B cassette, VHS, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. whatever they had back then, I can see. And you're watching it for the first time. When I'm watching a movie for the first time and it's a really old movie, I set myself like, all right, you got to, this is all you know. Like you don't know that they have better, t- that you can watch 4K, tech, Blu-ray, yeah. like you got to watch it now. And this, never, this has never been done before. So then when I watched the movie, I'm like, wow, that was very innovative for its time. But then maybe if I watch it a second time or if I think on the other s- side of the coin, like compare this movie and how has it aged? Some movies don't age well. Yeah. Some movies age very like well. fine wine because yep. the practical effects were done so well that it's just like amazing. And there's a lot of zombie movies out there, especially like George Romero movies, They use such practical effects that, like, when people are getting fucking disemboweled, it looks so scary and real. You're like, I'd hate to be that person. I'd hate to be the person who hit them. Here's the thing,
0: right? When you have a lack of technology, you got to make shit work. Right. And if you, you have the right means to it, you have the right director to it, they can make it look realistic. They can make it look far more realistic than the shit we have today. Because today, people are just like, nah, fuck it, put CG, some CGI in it. CGI in it. It doesn't bitch. look real all the time. You yeah. know, for sure, if it's not executed right, it doesn't look real all the time. So, um, also, of course, they had not only lack of CGI, whatever, it was camera output was different. They had to shoot things different, different lighting. Um, it's
1: full, some some shots weren't like super widescreen. Yeah. Um,
0: but no I fucking think,
1: IMAX camera.
0: I think um, uh, they I think writers back then put a little more focus into to their writing than today. I think today is huge. Hollywood is huge now, so I think they push out and they push out quick. Shit, because things could be done quick. Those CGIs and whatever could be done quick. They don't really think much about it. And now we have streaming services. Streaming services output things faster. You don't really have much to um. Like, I guess you don't really lose out on much. You know, like, for example, right? This is the difference between streaming services and movies that I've noticed. You could put out a shit movie on a streaming site, right? Let's say Netflix or Hulu, whatever the the case may be. Or you could put a shit movie out in the theaters. The difference is people are already paying for that streaming service, right? They haven't paid for the movie yet in the theaters. So if you tell somebody, yo, let's go see uh, Zombies on the Moon. And they're like, yo, what the fuck? I'm not spending my money on that dumb shit. Fuck out of here. I'm not going to spend my money on that. And then you're at home like, yo, let's watch Zombies on the Moon. Like, all right, fuck it. Put that dumb shit on. Let's see what it's about. Let's laugh about it. Let's watch the whole thing. You've already paid for the product. Right. What do you have to lose besides like five minutes and then you're like, alright, this is trash, and then you press back and then you go find something else.
1: Or you keep watching and just laugh at the And, and laugh
0: at it. The difference is like Zombies on the with streaming services, you don't you don't have much to lose too much because people are gonna watch it regardless and it's still gonna catch like some sort of attraction. Whether it's bad or good, people might talk about it. So when it comes to like whack zombie movies or whack horror movies, um, on streaming services, it kind of benefits. Either way, it kind of benefits
1: you know i actually i have quite a few questions for you so um hmm all right, what's your top five and then i will ask you another question
0: my top five um hmm it's hard um i know it's tough it was tough i had to really like it's really tough like um think i like i like i don't, i don't even know how to even explain, you can the say franchi-
1: franchises, not specific movies. If you have um, specific movies, that's I am
0: good. a fan of like, I think Rosemary's Baby is a really good movie. I don't remember that man. You should check it out, it's pretty good. Um, I would say Sixth Sense was pretty good, but it wasn't the top five. It's just like movies, that, movies I like. I can't really determine the top five right now, so I'm just like throwing them out there. Um, I'm a fan of the Insidious series, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's
1: pretty good. I uh, am. Yeah.
0: Um, Conjuring series has their hit or misses. Um, preferably, I like Conjuring 2. I think it was better than uh, the first one. Yeah. And um, I already said The Exorcist. Uh, I do like Halloween. Halloween is a cult classic, instant classic. Um, instant classic. And definitely Nightmare on Elm Street. I think those movies right there, they got it. For me, they got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, what I was going to tell you was... Um, is an interesting topic. All right, you know how there's a whole bunch of dystopian movies, right? Uh, dystopia, yeah. uh, a dystopian society, and wasteland, uh, like a, a wasteland society, post-apocalyptic. Do you think post-apocalyptic and dystopian society sh- are like hybrid horror movies?
0: In a sense, sort of. It's they're like, not horror movies. Yeah, um, but they're.
1: But what are they?
0: It's like, I would say it's like borderline thriller, um, A thriller. Oh, I see a thriller, not a. It's not horror. a horror. It could be a thriller, and a suspense, suspense thriller. It's very suspenseful. Um, especially if, depending on what they show in the fucking dystopian worlds. For example, right? Um, it's not a dystopian world, but when we get when we watch movies like um, ah, oh, fuck, what do you call that? Um. Oh man, it's something on the mountains. Um, something in the mountains. How am I not remembering this? It's basically what's the movie about? Um, a family that like was affected by radioactive, like um the ho- the hills have eyes. The hills have eyes, right? It's a horror movie. It's it's technically horror, but I would I wouldn't even consider it horror. I would consider it thriller. Really? But the thing oh. is, like, it's very dystopian esque. Because right. like you're set in a very like um, isolated isolated um, setting, and it's very out of the ordinary.
1: It's interesting, right? You have some of these movies, and they they usually tend out. I mean, they can be complete shit shows, but they can also be very exciting movies because you're mm-hmm. getting two things at once.
0: It like, yeah.
1: It's it's just insane. Yeah, I, I I literally thought about that right now. I was like, because like that's that could be
0: scary. You know what tries to take on the dystopian. Um, <laughs> Uh, feel to it, Resident Evil movies. You see, as they develop, yeah. um, they're super dystopian because the world is distraught. If the it keeps going on and the vaccine is never
1: found, then it's going to turn into the world a is waste shit. The, well, that's yeah. what
0: happened. I think of what Resident Evil three or four, that like, the movie, yeah, the movie, like, everything was shit. Not, not the video game. Yeah, yeah, that's a, Every, the video
1: game is way different. Everything was shit. Um, it's interesting. The the movies take their own. Turn um, I stopped watching after the yeah. second one. But uh, they take a crazy turn
0: into, like, dystopian societies. But zombies. I wouldn't... See, I wouldn't really consider that horror. But I wouldn't even consider it a thriller because it's super action-packed. But it's horror... It's, it's borderline in a sense where they are zombies. It is horrific that the world ended and it's, like, only th- fucking a handful of... Well, as far as we know, the main characters, but, like, those humans actually focusing on, like... Resetting the world Or finding a cure So that is scary Because you know that There probably are Existing humans We don't see them In the picture But we see Five Maybe four or five characters Trying to reset the world Into what it was Now I have a Super interesting question Now um,
1: Because I know We always dive in uh, Every once in a while Into like video games And stuff But Okay Okay you're a creative director, so to speak. Yeah. Whatever. You're going to make a, uh, two separate things. You're going to make a movie, and you're going to make a, a video game. Yeah. Right? Because there's, we could go on for hours talking about this, but I'm just going to say, like, if we're going to start from fresh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to make a horror movie, you're going to make a horror video game. Yeah. Go. Tell me. Shoot me an idea.
0: All right. Horror movie. Boom. Boom. Uh, probably called Five Priests. Um, I want to set it where it's going to start in the beginning, um, where the priests are children, where they're just kids, right. and one then of it. the one of the kids moves to uh, Long Island. He moves to Long Island, New York City. New York City, <laughs> fuck <Right>. fuck it. <laughs> he moves to New York City, and um, upon moving to New York City, this Long new Island, house, New York
1: City.
0: <laughs> Yo, sorry <laughs> Simon, yeah. Long Island, New York City. Yes, right. he moves to Long Island. And um, upon moving, he he comes across like um, the new house that he's in, and he experiences something that's out of the ordinary. It's a, dem- it's a demonic presence, and it makes itself known first day off the rip. I don't fucking want <laughs> He can't you here. even
1: he can't even move in his couch yet.
0: Not off the rip. The as couch soon explodes. as he he's going to bed, off the rip, that that demonic presence makes itself known. Right. It's not happy that the family's there. And um, kind of keeps the kid at like the straw his first day. um next thing boom goes and he um it's the first day of school. He's already a quiet kid, and especially because of like things that happened, um he's like in second, third grade, uh, but he's awfully he lives awfully close to home. Um, so he meets like four of the kids. On the playground And They're super energetic boys And um, They're really easy To get along with They're very social characters But he's very distant Because he's kind of Distraught about What happened the day before And um, Upon meeting these kids He opens up about Like Oh I just moved here And I don't know Something's weird in my house There's always this one Brave kid And he's like um, He's kind of a potty mouth He's like Let's go fuck him up And yeah. he's like A second grader What are you doing Cursing her And shit But um Eventually um, You know The mom Hears about friends That he has And he invites them over She invites them over For a little play thing Or oh, they can sleep over If they want But the whole concept of it Is that On that sleepover the kids already planned this kind of like all right when we sleep over we're going to try to find the thing that's bothering you and we're going to fuck him up type shit um but then this is a first demonic experience for each and every one of these kids and after that experience they start looking into church start going to church start following the bible and then that's when they start studying us and like how to get rid of demons they they go they spend time in the in the libraries Things like that after school, and they learn about it, and they actually tend attempt to fight this thing. Unbeknownst enough, these kids actually get this done. Five children, with barely any fear in their heart, because they they're together in a group, and they beat this thing. And after that, they tend to follow the Bible far more. What's the name of the demon? I don't know yet. I don't know yet I really don't um, Eventually These kids take this as a gig And they're like Yo Like Let's help people Middle school This is like the middle school time Where they've had Three years to like Actually study And they're feeling confident Because they already got rid of something That One adult priest Probably couldn't get rid of On his own So these, these kids Have the confidence Of a fucking yeah. skyscraper And Eventually it turns into what we know as the five priests. They, they all become priests. They're they're adults and they perform exorcisms together, but in a crazy like crazy fashion where like they have like uh they they um enclose holy water and like glow sticks, throw them in so like when the demonic presence tries to like um scare people with darkness or whatever they have the glow sticks throw them around with everything oh they it's get crazy, crazy. They get it's crazy. very professional as in like yo they know they've dealt with this and they have each other's backs right. and but they, it, it they have a holy water machine gun no not like that it doesn't get into like no action they, shit yeah a, but oh they, no
1: action no action
0: but they they come <laughs> in ready where like they're not buns <laughs> because they've they've dealt with this I'm trying to be the Michael Bay of horror <laughs> no Damn. hell no Damn. from the middle school years and then to their adult lives That
1: you I can spice this shit up bro
0: But then The whole per, The whole premise of this <laughs> Shut up <laughs> The whole premise of this Is that On um They come across a demon That actually is Too strong Extremely strong Out of their league And the man. fact that It starts uh, so tempering With their personal lives Yeah Um, Like I said Just because they're priests Doesn't mean they're perfect beings So one priest is going through a divorce. He's going, he's having crazy love life issues. But this is the thing, right? When you're a priest and you're you're doing exorcisms, you have to really keep your life in order. You have to try to keep your life in order because any small little distraught event, that demon will bring up when you perform exorcisms or that demon will present so you get you got a small beef. Yeah, he's said like, that's why your wife fucked the neighbor. Yeah, like dude, you cannot please your wife. <laughs> exactly. You know you want to hear I that understand. shit, and then the thing is, it's awkward in the sense where like his his fucking friends didn't even know that. Right. He's like, you have. Like, he's, he's known he, for like twenty you years. Have, you have erectile
1: dysfunction.
0: You know, oh, but sure. I, it wouldn't be like that. But it,
1: but the <laughs> yeah. take a fucking
0: Cialis. Yeah, yeah. Or like you know, um. So. It would be in that sense And then I would have The group Kind of break up A little bit And when they break up They all deal with Their own personal Like little issues The demon follows them Um And it becomes To a certain point Where one of them Passes away And it's The four priests And it's With one of them Passing It's still the five priests Right (laughs) Oh Oh fuck Wait I can't have One of them pass away but No no them,
1: yeah One of them can pass away Because it could it started out As no, the five priests I would priests. say One of
0: them gets severely and The sequel's gonna no. be for The four priests One of them gets severely injured uh, That's okay, right yeah. Gotta be the five priests he can, he can pass away That's fine One of them gets severely injured Cause how do they get In the incentive And when he gets severely injured How bad though It's at this point Where he Turns into atheism Atheism. Oh he turns into He atheism. starts believing in God He believes And it's the same one That went through the divorce So he's like, yo, listen. Was he get a fractal coaxial bone? He's fucked up. He was like in a coma for a couple months. He's like, listen, where was God when I went through this coma? coma? Where was God when I lost my wife, which I believed he promised me? Oh, he lost his wife? Yeah, he lost his wife. And he he got got cancer. Okay, and he got cancer. cancer demon that. cancer.
1: He <laughs> would get. A this dude cancer. went through
0: coma, cancer, and losing
1: his wife. Right, right? but he made it through leukemia somehow. <laughs> somehow, because he said science. I believe in science. I don't yeah, he. In... Be... Yeah. So, chemotherapy. The four issues.
0: priests are struggling because now he was kind of the rock of the group, almost like. Oh
1: damn, the main guy. Where he's
0: holding them up. He's damn. holding them together, and because oh, they were already having their issues, where like they they think that they should stop performing like these exorcisms they should really call it quits and enjoy their lives because these exorcisms and all these things are, are draining they, they're draining and they take like they, they something to think about all the time when they go to sleep and it's like they don't want those memories to follow them that they want to just enjoy life now with their right. family and their loved because they have life. a lot to lose now Exactly. They were like, yo, when we were teenagers and we were in college, we were doing this, but what did we have to lose? We had nothing to lose, really. Now we have our families and we want to focus on that. A lot of that goes into factor. And it's sort of like towards the end where like they get it together. Like, listen, we don't have him. We have us four at the moment and we have to make do because this presence is too strong. And I won't tell you the rest, but I
1: know what happens. I know. what... You want me to tell you what happens? What? I know. I know exactly what happens. What? They go right to the fucking castle, whatever the final stage. They get there, right, and they they're just about close enough to defeating. They find the source of the problem. Yeah, and they're just, just close enough to defeating the demon, but they made a, a crucial mistake, right? Because they rushed into it. They they missed like mm-hmm. uh, a scripture, a part of the scripture. They uh, they fucked up the ritual somehow, right? And then they're about to lose. But then comes the stone, the no. rock. Wait, hold up. Actually, he Actually. wait, hold up, he comes back and they're able to successfully finish the, the, the mission. But at a great cost One of them ends up Dying Wrong The rock ends up dying Completely wrong not Like Dwayne Johnson <laughs> <Rock>. Dwayne Johnson
0: <laughs> Is one of the priests he's de- No he's not He gets into a physical fist fight A spiritual battle no, With, the, with no. the demon Actually it's a completely and he rocks wrong bottom, he bottom rock completely bottoms the wrong. demon No <laughs> It's completely three <laughs>
1: tables. <laughs>
0: it sprayed that and they holy water. No, no. I'm, 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 like, i my brother, completely wrong. It's completely <laughs> wrong. I'm not going to tell you how I ended it. You got to tell it. me, bro. No, you I'm not going to tell oh, you how I ended it. Because you might that. write this one. Actually, this is... All right. Fun fact. I'll say this in the oh, pod, Oh, my fucking right? ribs. I'll say this in the pod. I, I was going to write... I actually wanted to write this book. For the Five Priests? Very, yeah. It's very oh. super rough. That's why, like... It was so easy for me to explain it. Oh, because you already had this idea. It's super rough. I've only thought uh, about it for you see, about... You didn't know
1: I was going to ask you that question.
0: I've only thought about it for about two weeks. It's crazy. While writing. But I stopped. And I stopped because when I was writing that book, I'd had, I had nightmares for five days in a row. Really thinking about the gruesome things I have to write about. Really thinking about like demonic possessions. You, I have to study it. I have to like look at shit that like. You're yeah, probably. Like, kind of like. I actually like looking into that stuff. But like think.
1: The history of, of of everything and.
0: I have to ingrain that in my head. It's fun. To the point where like. It's fun in a sense where like if you're reading oh, about but it as a kid, you really. You, but I, I have to ingrain it in my yeah. head and understand like. um Sort of like the interactions and then I have to understand like the procedures of exorcisms and I have to understand all that. And then not only that, but. What, when I, on my free time, I'm thinking about, oh, what would be like horrific to the point where like it would scare people. And and when I'm writing it, to be like, yo, this shit is scary to read. Right. So when I'm thinking about all that horrific shit and all those gruesome, like, cause think about it, I have the imagery in my head, and I have to make them real on paper. So all that imagery in my head is stuck. It's stuck there, and I had vivid nightmares. Vivid, 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 vivid nightmares. Mind you, they're good nightmares because they gave me um, ideas. Like, ideas to write about, but it was draining. It was too much to the point where I'm like, dude, like I got great content just from these dreams that I could write about, and I know they'd be scary, but they're taxing on my own sleep. I was like, I can't keep waking up in the middle of the night, like, scared on my fucking mind. Yeah. Like... Because when, when I would wake up from these nightmares, I'm not excited. Like, I'm like, I'm scared as shit. And then I wake up the next day in the morning. I'm like, all right, I can write about that. But it's not exciting to, like, go to sleep and know that you're going to have these nightmares. Those scary-ass nightmares, bro. Scary fucking nightmares. So, um, pro tip, anybody wanting to write horror films or movies or books, whatever the case may be, uh, watch out. Watch out, because if you really... The, the, whatchamacallit, the writer of The Exorcist, he did that. He quarantined himself in like a cabin because he said shit, it was really dark. Like he had to really keep himself like composed by himself. Yeah. Because it's really that bad. It's crazy.
1: I did say like, oh, come up with like a video game idea, but that, we can leave that for another this conversation for another time.
0: Yeah.
1: Movie ideas are. My my head's about to explode right now. Yeah, I, mean, I was just thinking about like all the shit you were saying. It's crazy shit. I would I would spend I would like spend time just looking through stories yeah. literature for fun.
0: It is fun. Those yeah. type of things are
1: exciting. It's, it's the and what? yes, I put my nightlight on right before I go to fucking sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll see this chair that I'm sitting on. Like I'll see it. I'll freak out. I close my eyes and I, I'll suck my thumb. Okay. What's wrong with you, bro? Nobody okay.
0: asks that. Nobody just asks that. I just
1: want you to know. But nobody asks that. Yeah, I, I, I cuddle my, my pillow at night, okay? Nobody asks that. You don't have okay. to admit that I, to I us. I get scared. <laughs> All right. Scared. we We scared. to start praying. We yeah, understand. I feel, I feel things at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you feel
1: things at night? Yeah, Things like go what? bump. things go bump in the night. Like, what? What do you feel? Nah, don't worry about it. (laughs) Yo,
0: bro, what is wrong with you? This is crazy. (laughs) Bro, you did not have to, like, go through that right now. Seriously. (laughs) But thanks once again, guys, for uh, joining us on Spooktober, Spooktastic, Crazy Good, Luscious, Horrific, Grotesque, October event. Halloween in your head. Halloween in your head. Head Halloween, your eyes. You can take s- that shit you can to smell
1: fucking bed. You can smell the fucking pumpkins from my away And don't
0: get possessed. Pray, bitch, and put that shit to rest. Right. Thank you guys right. for listening to this POV on it's, this POD. POV on this POD? Yeah, point of view on this. Wow. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Woo.